Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com with Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap. They're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It is November 30th, 2022. This is Fightful Wrestling's list and your boy. Uh, I am not turning the lights on today, so you guys are going <laughs> to deal with the dimly lit SRS uh, battling COVID right now. It was real bad after Monday Night Raw. It was even worse yesterday, but I can stand up right now, Jimmy, so I'm coming to work. How about that? I'm not taking off weeks with violent diarrhea like some people on this show. You know, Sean, just to let you know the level of respect that I have for my colleagues and coworkers. I could have gone to town on Twitter today about your violent diarrhea, and I could have gone on about Sean is a pussy and all of that. God, let's get I us demonetized. Didn't, really, I didn't because really I'm a respectful guy, so I, I didn't bother doing that. But uh, glad you're doing all right. COVID hits some harder than others. I had it once. Didn't affect my day at all, but it, it depends on, you know, it hits everybody differently. So well, I had it the first time. This is This is the sickest I've been like sustained like maybe ever yesterday. I actually thought this was your first time. So this is, isn't your first time. Oh no, I'm oh. so I'm pretty sure that I had it last year, uh, right before my wife had it. But I had oh. a runny nose, and I don't know if you remembered, but my neck was hurting so bad. I thought I had broke my neck at that point, but I had a tendon that was like like a, a really bad spasm in it, and I had to get that checked out, and that was fine. But I thought the body aches were just. I was like broke my neck again and that when you break your neck your whole body ends up hurting so i thought that's what that was and i had like a little runny nose my wife caught covid pretty sure i had it then the first time i had covid i think is right before they started to diagnose covid and i thought i was gonna die that night i thought i was like shaking and like i was bouncing off my my sheets i was shivering so bad it was rough it was you really, were bouncing really off your sheet sean yeah, it was uh, horrifying. I thought I was going to die that night, and I was sick that week. But I'm sicker 
now than I was then, but that was the scariest part because then, you know, I didn't know what it was. Uh, but either way, uh, thank you guys for the well wishes. If you want to send us even more well wishes, you can donate Super Chats or Humper Chats. We have been getting spanked pretty hard by the YouTube algorithm of late. So uh, if you don't mind, share this on social media as well, because uh, sometimes YouTube isn't letting you guys know uh, when we go live. We have talked to our partner manager who has said, yes, this is not normal. That sucks. So we're going to try to get that rectified. But until then, help us out a little bit. Share these on social media. Let the people know. But leave super chats. Leave humper chats uh, to get your questions or statements right on the air. Uh, I will try to make a cameo on tonight's post AEW show. But John Alba and uh, Alex Pawlowski will be here. Uh, But I felt good enough this afternoon to be able to do this show. So by golly, here we are. And we've got... We got uh, Burnt River Comedy sending us one, a super chat saying, which wrestler do you think would have the best stand-up, preferably one that hasn't done one-man shows? Um, I actually think Shaza McKenzie is maybe the funniest person I've talked to in wrestling. She's hilarious. So I think in terms of the ability to, to improvise, I'd go MJF. Have you seen the, uh, the interview with CVV good. with Chris Van Vliet that they did in the Never. hotel room? Never. So, okay, so anybody watching this, Chris Van Vliet did an interview with MJF together in a hotel room, and I thought it was hilarious. I think it was MJF's hotel room, and he set it up where he got room service delivered during the interview on purpose, and then he wanted to, to like, feed Chris on camera, and Chris doesn't want to do it, and he's doing, like, the choo-choo train like he's a child. I thought that was freaking hilarious, and it, it looked like MJF was just winging the whole thing, like he was just improvising the whole thing. So uh, I think he now, had, he's very quick. Somebody, very quick. somebody says he'd only be funny in a room of Joe Rogan fans. Listen, this is the same type of criticism when people say, oh, he can only cut good promos when he curses. That isn't true at all. He's a very versatile person. I saw some people say, RJ City, I think that's cheating. He's already <laughs> like an entertainer, performer, all that. He's practically a stand-up comedian now. He doesn't wrestle hardly at all. So uh, I think that's cheating because he's already – it's already a comedian. And I hate to admit this. I never thought of RJ City. He never crossed my mind. He obviously would be very good, too. Oh, my God. Your gosh, birthday his... greeting, Sean? That was great. He's, what do you do for your birthday he's greeting? legitimately brilliant. The Chris Jericho interview he did this week was fantastic. Like, Jericho wanted to be deadpan, but he couldn't. Jericho, like, on the air was like, I really want to no-sell these, but they're very funny. And you could hear them popping people off camera. Off camera. He, he, like, brings up. The fact that Jericho calls himself Lionheart, but lions have such a tiny heart in comparison to their body that it affects their stamina. He's like, why would you bury yourself like that? Why not call yourself Squidheart? They have three hearts. Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, Matt Reichel says, hope you're feeling okay, Sean. Praying for you. Is it too far-fetched that if WWE has Rock for Mania, that Rock has Solo and the Bloodline to infiltrate it? Yeah, I think it'd be the bloodline against The Rock. I think you want to throw everything at The Rock you possibly can. Um, This is for head of the table, tribal chief of that family. I could also see from a casual fan perspective why they would go, well, let's do it for the title too. That way, you know, some random Joes on the street would be like, Rock's going for the title. Because that is a thing. Oh, it would get a lot of attention. No question. Yeah, what about you? Do you think that... There, there could be any adjustments, or do you think it's Rock versus Bloodline? Uh, so, well, I think their question was, do you think he's got Solo infiltrating the Bloodline? So he, he's not suggesting oh, yeah, Rock versus Solo. Sorry, yes, he's, yes. Yeah, I don't think that they would go with that story that Solo is infiltrating the Bloodline because Rock is a stand-on-his-own babyface character. He doesn't need Solo Sokoa. So I don't think that would work. I definitely think it would be the Bloodline against the Rock. Um, and that's what they should do. If, if Rock is available, that's what you do. There's so many stories going into Mania that tell themselves if they if they do it right and if things work out the way that they want. And I'll talk later, like Dominic Ray, that tells its own story already. And uh, Cody going for the title. And Roman and Rock, like all these stories. And Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn going for the tag titles. They all are written already so long as everything falls into place the way that they hope. So, no, I don't think I'd have Solo infiltrating the bloodline. It'd be rock against all of them. Also, to answer that that stand-up question, Stokely Hathaway. That's another one. That would be really, really great. 
Uh, Tony P says, throwing a fantasy booking into the universe. Solo screws Roman to help Sammy win the title because Roman backstabbed a loyal Sammy. Then goes, uh, Sammy then goes to tag with KO against the Uso for tag teams. Not going to happen, but I want a solo Owens tag team for some reason, LOL. Jimmy, the, the beauty of how they have booked this and how well they have booked this is there have been so many good opportunities to do things. And whatever their plan is, it better be really, really good. Because I think like one of the good ideas would have been Jey Uso's hurt, right? Like he's he couldn't defend his title. Sami Zayn freebirds it against the New Day, and they lose it before they break the record. Well, that would have given a lot of reason for Jey Uso to hate Sami Zayn. You could have went that way. There's an awful lot of stuff like that. Uh, Timmy Jarrell says, Stokely already does stand up. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. And that's why I think he'd be good at it. Um, you know what? Let's, let's stick with this topic since we're on this topic. So um, there are reports that Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens are scheduled for the Royal Rumble for the, uh, for the undisputed title. Now, they wrestled at the Rumble before. They did so just two years ago. You're talking about storyline. All of, I mean, February, they have Elimination Chamber in Montreal. Yeah. If they are going to have the bloodline turn on Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens make the save, you do it in Montreal. Like, I'm, I'm hoping Hunter has learned, okay, just because Alberta is Canada, I can't have Kevin Owens go running out as the Canadian and get a, a hometown pop in Alberta. That's not going to work. Montreal is the place to do it. And so do you think that... They're going to go with Roman and, and KO in the Rumble. And then uh, I'm thinking Sami Zayn somehow gets an Elimination Chamber spot. And um, so now Roman has no choice, but he's got to defend against Sami, among others. I think that that's, that makes a lot of sense. What do you think? First off, I want to say I think it's stupid to have the world title on the line against five people the month after you got to go through 29 people to get a title shot. I think that is so dumb. So dumb. But... I mean, I like the odds a lot better of being one of the six to win the sure. title as opposed to one of the 30, uh, which, I mean, just do both. But based on what we saw on Monday, it didn't seem like the issues between KO and Roman uh, from Survivor Series were going to slow down because Kevin Owens was getting a win on TV. For those of you mm -hmm. who don't know, Roman Reigns, we had reported on FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business, that Roman Reigns was visibly angry coming to the back because... He got slapped in the ear in an unplanned spot with Kevin Owens that was supposed to be something else. But I was surprised to hear that. But, I mean, in the heat of the moment, it happens. But I, I look at this, and I'm like, Roman and KO are both pros. They'll get over it. They'll work together. They'll be fine. They're not going to end up biting each other or anything like that. But, uh, sorry, hope so for the sake of subscriptions. Can, can we get some biting? Can we get one of the – Roman, do us a favor here. You got those pretty teeth now. Put them to work. Help us. Help us out here. But um, I think we're still heading that way. I haven't heard specifically of the creative plans. And a lot of times I won't report the creative plans like that because they are so subject to change, like all the time. But uh, I think this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. That we, I think that we'll uh, we'll still see that. Yeah, they were teasing um, at Crown Jewel. They were teasing the Paul brothers and the Usos. But have you heard anything about that? Because obviously Logan Paul's not as injured as he originally thought, which which you kind of speculated right out of the shoot. And yeah. obviously the Paul brothers have the marquee, but Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn—that's what wrestling fans want. They don't want the Paul brothers and the Usos. They want Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against the Usos. Have you heard anything about um, the Paul brothers at WrestleMania as a tag team? And I know that Logan called out John Cena, but have you heard much about that? any of that? Logan has, has at least joked with some people that he's going to face Cena there, but I don't know that to be true. Maybe he's just saying that to people. Um, I, and I, maybe it might be him trying to will it into existence. But yeah, I thought right out of the shoot, all, all due respect to Logan Paul, I wasn't trying to minimize his injuries, but you're not going to diagnose three significant tears like that within a few hours of the show. You got to let the swelling go down and all that stuff. Of you know, no numerous people that have had to have that, had to have that done. So knew it wasn't going to be that bad, but thankfully he's okay. All right, let's talk about uh, uh, one of the names of the year, CM Punk. So Dynamite last week. The elite did their troll job, you know, the buckshot lariat spot and Kenny Omega biting Pac on the arm and all of that stuff. This has led to a lot of speculation that AEW has mended fences with CM Punk. And there was even a report that AEW doesn't want to buy out his contract. Now, I haven't talked to anybody related to Punk. This is just my opinion. My opinion is I don't think Punk is the kind of guy that would find that trolling funny at his expense. And this is the same guy that didn't like Adam Page's promo, let alone a troll job like that. And then on top of that, as another layer, they released a steal. So I don't look at it like Punk is coming back and they did this as a tease that he's coming back. I looked at this as the elite taking a shot at him. What are your thoughts? Did you look at that and think, oh, Punk is definitely on the way back? Or did you look at it like, oh, they're really fucking with Punk? I'm so torn right now. I'm so like divided on this because I can see so many different sides of this, especially because I think I think it's safe to say Fightful has reported the most about Brawl Out of anybody. And at one point, Jimmy, it seemed like it would take a miracle to get CM Punk back. And I got another miracle for you guys. The only good dirt sheets are here at Fightful. You don't want dirt sheets on your bed. That's why you need Miracle Brand. TryMiracle.com slash Fightful. That's TryMiracle.com slash Fightful. Get a free three-piece towel set. Save 40% off. These sheets are fantastic. They have great comfort, great quality with those premium 500 thread count sateen weaves that are made with USA-grown Supima cotton. One of the highest quality cottons in the world. It's better for your skin. Stop sleeping on bacteria. These Miracle Brand sheets help prevent 99% of bacteria, require three times less laundry than regular sheets, and they're self-cooling with silver-infused fabrics originally developed by NASA. TryMiracle.com slash Fightful. Again, TryMiracle.com slash Fightful. Save 40% and get three free towels. How can you beat that? Get rid of your dirt sheets, well, besides us, and get Miracle. God, what a segue. So here's You know, I got I a video it. editor on staff, Sean. Yeah, go ahead. Uh have them do all that and have them put up ready. a nice product placement in there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, do that. Um anyway, miracle try miracle dot com. But anyway, uh the CM Punk thing. Oh boy. So I'm all over the place on this because so much of the issue with CM Punk from the get go, Jimmy, was how he was perceived to people. That's what he took issue with. Thinking that people believed that he caused Colt Cabana to be gone. Thinking about how people would look at him based on the Hangman promo. And all of that is tied in. Because of the Colt thing, 
He thought that Hangman was referring to that. He thought that the Omega and Bucks group leaked that. So, so much of it was him believing he wasn't portrayed fairly or given a fair shot in that sense. Um, However, of late, it's been very heavy-handed. Like MJF referencing CM Punk, Omega, the Bucks referencing CM Punk, them including it in BTE. Like, it went from me thinking like a 5 to 10% chance that, that CM Punk would return to like a 50% chance. Like, I think it's legit 50-50 now because unless there was something outright in, in buyout talks where it's like, yeah, y'all can say whatever you want about me. I don't care. Just pay me my money and get the hell out of here. Then like, what that? what's the payoff? Buzz, perhaps, we're talking about it because a lot of people are like, what's the payoff? What's the payoff? People talking about it. People tuning in to see what they'll say next. That is a legitimate thing. That happened all the time in the Monday Night War era. What was the payoff to you know, driving a tank to WCW or a Jeep to get people to tune in. But, I mean, a lot of this was... Somebody says there was no reference to the CM Punk stuff on BTE. What What are you watching, fella? They panned to the crowd chanting, fuck CM Punk. Yes, there was. What are you watching, my friend? They literally, in the middle, they, they cut the music did a drop, and the crowd was going, fuck CM Punk, fuck CM Punk. There was a heavy reference. Uh, MJF won the title, did Snow Angels. He also dropped a reference on uh, the, the the post-show scrum as well. The GTS spot as well. There's There's so many, so, so many different references here. It's awfully heavy-handed. Um, I can tell you that I haven't heard anything from CM Punk's side of things. I reached out to Punk directly a few weeks ago as well and haven't heard anything back, but there, I haven't heard anything from that side of it that has indicated that he will be back, but maybe they're just getting better at hiding stuff or, or not letting people like me hear stuff because, well, let's be real, that camp hadn't exactly been able to hide that stuff that well over the past year and a half, but maybe that's changed. So maybe we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, like I, I, I think it was Meltzer that said that people close to punk didn't like it, which doesn't mean anything about punk himself, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I guess for me, when they released a steel, that seemed like there was a lot of finality there, you know, like you, you release punk's buddy. Um, I guess we'll see. I when guess we'll you see. bite He's... a guy and you throw a chair at somebody. Oh yeah. I'm not saying he around. didn't deserve it. I'm not saying he didn't deserve it, but I just figured that that was, Something that would really piss Punk off, you know? Well, I'm sure, but damn, man. Like, you got to know that you ain't going to survive after that. It, it, that ain't going to do that. But, I mean, I talked to a very, very, very respected person in the AEW locker room. And I said to them, what is more important than the money you could make off of this based on what the problems that they have? Because this isn't a thing about racism or sexism. Or somebody trying to ruin a marriage or their personal life or trying to get with their, you know, trying to do that. And they said, there is nothing more important than that. It is about the money you make and the art you create in this. And I had people, Jimmy, that when when word came out about Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, they were like, well, you know both of them. Why didn't you report this? There were no incidents to report. They weren't biting each other or fighting each other. They just didn't like each other. I can't report on every single person that doesn't like each other. The difference is those two were like, we can make money together. We work really well together. This, this plays off of one another. Uh, look at, look at so many other people rocking Austin. They weren't fighting each other backstage. They were fighting each other in the ring. They took that. They took their natural competitive and, and often dislike for each other and made it special. That's what they did. Yeah, I mean, there's no question, you know, one of the biggest stories in wrestling history this year was Vince leaving WWE. And in terms of numbers, at least with Fightful Select, the Punk's brawl out thing trumped it. So that, that tells you about the, the fan interest. If CM Punk, let's say, did a run-in and jumped you know, Omega or the Bucks, there's no question that it would, yeah. you know, people would go ballistic. I guess we'll wait sure. and see. There were people that got mad that I, I said, like, as we were gathering some nominations for the Fightful Awards on FightfulSelect.com, 
I said, hey, what was the biggest story? Don't include Brawl out. And the reason I said that is because from a from a subscriber perspective, the Vince uh, from a subscriber perspective, for many reasons, Vince wasn't even top two. It was Cody and it was Brawl out. Uh, I, the Vince story is obviously the biggest one for many different reasons. But as far as people being like, you know what? I want to pay my money to read about this. Well, a lot of that Vince stuff we weren't putting behind the paywall in general because you know it was, it was sexual in nature and that wasn't something we were going to do. It was mainly locker room reactions and stuff like that that we were putting behind the paywall. But even from a YouTube video uh, aspect and a, a web traffic aspect, more people were clicking on the Cody stuff and the Brawl Out stuff. Uh, that doesn't mean that they're necessarily bigger than the Vince McMahon thing because they're not. I mean, this is a major scandal that affected yeah, – that was the biggest thing to happen in, in decades. So, um, yeah, it's just – it's wild. As you look at this, you're like, oh, by the way, even – the Vince thing wasn't even number three in subs. MJF as well. Like, that was up there. And And – Jimmy, what if I had told you at the beginning of the year that, oh, by the way, it wasn't even number four now that I think of it because of Sasha and Naomi. What if at the beginning of the year, Jimmy, I told you that Stone Cold Steve Austin was going to come back to wrestling and it wouldn't be one of our top five subscribed stories of the year and wouldn't even be number one that week? <laughs> wrestling is wild. Wrestling is wild. Tony well, you know what? Tony P says, my other fantasy booking is that SRS recovers quickly and gets back to doing what he loves. Well, I'm here, and I love doing it, but damn. Since you mentioned Stone Cold, let's talk about something that you and I talked about uh, offline last week. I saw the videos of Austin training and, and saying that he's down, I think he said 232. Um, and he said he did it because he, he felt he looked like shit. That was his claim. He said, you know, you're hearing stuff about me coming back. <laughs> nah, I just looked in the mirror and felt like shit. I am convinced that he is returning at the Royal Rumble. Haven't heard anything about it. Haven't heard anything about it. I am convinced he is returning at the Royal Rumble. And the reason I think that is, number one, the condition that he's got himself in. Number two, the Rumble is going to be in his home state of Texas. There's going to be over 30,000 people there. And it sets the stage for a WrestleMania match. I think he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. What are your thoughts? I think he should be. I think he should be, and I think that whoever eliminates him is what you set the match up for. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. yes. Why? Because Austin's a petty son of a bitch. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. And listen, I I watched Chuck Liddell fight Tito Ortiz a couple years ago, Jimmy. Paid real human dollars to watch that. So yeah, I'm going to watch Stone Cold Steve Austin kick Wham Stunner somebody, brawl through the crowd, and do that shit. I'm just, I'm just going to watch it. That's what I want to see. I'm okay I, with it. I think in a perfect world, in a perfect world, Austin and Cena are both in the Rumble. And at one moment, it's just the two of them in the ring. Almost yeah. like Hogan Warrior. At one moment, it's just the two of them in the ring. And that paves the way for Austin Cena at WrestleMania. In a perfect world, that's what you do. But uh, I guess we'll see what happens. But seeing the shape that Austin's in and seeing how hard he's training, and it just so happens the Rumble's going to be in Texas and there's going to be a stadium show the dots all line up for me. I think Austin's going to be at the Rumble. So that, that's I'll just be at my the Rumble. Book my travel uh, last week. WWE told me they're going to do media there. Hopefully that means more than a press conference. Although, Jimmy, I got to give WWE some credit on how they handled their, their press conference. I thought that was really, really good. Um, I thought that it had really good production values. Uh, wish that we would be able to film stuff like that. But uh, I thought that them doing that is a step forward. Uh, Denise and I are planning on doing a post show there. But I'm excited for the Rumble. And... Brent is excited for our Dax interview that dropped today. Says he's in the middle of the week where he wrestles Danielson and Speedball. 2022 is just on a victory lap at this point. Oh, buddy, Brent, my friend, you left out one of the things that was probably most important to him. He teamed with Ricky Steamboat. In, in five days, he wrestled Speedball Mike Bailey, incredible match, teamed with Ricky Steamboat, and then wrestled Brian Danielson and got interviewed by me. What a win for this guy. I haven't seen any footage from Steamboat. Have you seen anything? Not Actual yet, footage? but I mean, 
but I've okay. been a little sidelined. So. All right, all right. I'd like to see – like I, I saw pictures and I saw what he was wearing and I heard he did the deep arm drag, which I yeah. absolutely have always of loved. Of course. I heard I'd he love did to see. I'd love to see how Simbo did. I bet you he can still go. He's in his – what is he now, almost 70, I think? Let me see. Yeah, I think he's he got to be 65, 70, something like that. He is 69. You're right. Damn. Yeah, and I bet you he can still work a believable Good match. Good for him. Good yep. for him. Uh, K775 says, Sean, any NXT call-ups coming? Um, I haven't heard that specifically, but Fightful Select this week or weekend will have a bit of an update on the methods that are going to be used in, in that sense. And Mr. CJ Lilly, our buddy CJ Lilly, love him, always got the Alexa question, says, you seen the BT interview with Alexa where she says she the title isn't her main priority. She likes giving new talent the titles, which is great. But is there a case for being too selfless where you get overlooked for pushes. Well, I mean, I don't know if maybe she had like some self-reflection, but I mean, I know that like one of her her things was like she just wanted something creative. She wanted something right. good. And at one point she had said, call me when you guys got something for me because what I'm doing ain't working. And I got a lot of respect for that, being like, I don't want to exist just to exist. I also got a lot of respect for her being like, I don't necessarily need to have a title. Look, Look at Alexa's run. I mean, she doesn't have, like, WrestleMania main events. I don't think she ever won, like, the Battle Royal. Uh, hasn't been, like, Queen of the Ring or anything like that. Hasn't won Royal Rumble. But she has been given an awful lot of, of I don't want to say given. She has earned an awful lot of, of title accolades as well. She's a, a five-time women's champion. She's won the tag titles a few times as well. Like, she has done a lot of things. She was She was money in the bank holder at one point for a few hours, but... I think it's good that she's willing to do that and understand that, that being in the title picture isn't the only story that, that you can have. I, I respect that an awful lot. It sure looks like they're going to hook her up with Bray again. I hope so. Uh, and, well, you know, my only, my only question about that is, so they, they did all this work to kind of undo that, you know, with all of the therapy sessions and all that. If they spin her around and put her back with Bray again – Hopefully they get longevity out of it because you're really pigeonholed when you're in that character. Like you can't really yeah. once you're outside of Bray, you're kind of stuck in yes. that character. So I'll be curious where that goes. I know she hasn't had Lily with her, even though uh, it's been a money maker. Yeah, and I think they still sell it. So yes, they do. Yeah. Uh, Brent said, asked if the speedball match got filmed anywhere. Yeah, it did. It's on Title Match Wrestling. Ke seven seven five says, do you think we see any returns? Chelsea Teagan Jonah back before the end of the year, or they wait till the Rumble. That's hard to say. Uh, Chelsea just inexplicably was off WrestleCade this weekend. Saw that. And so was Cross, Scarlett, Johnny, who are in WWE, were not booked for Survivor Series, but were all off. I know that they, they gave WrestleCade JBL as a make good, but that's a pretty safe one to give, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I think I think some funniness is afoot there. A funny story. I saw Cardona in the lobby, and I was like, "Yeah, I was hoping to interview Chelsea, but she she isn't here." And he goes, "She's not here," <laughs> like that. Like he seemed legitimately like I didn't know that. I thought she was here. <laughs> he hadn't seen her all weekend. He was playing you. Yeah. Justice says, "Should I sell my Rolling Loud ticket to go to Revolutions or do two days of Rolling Loud drive up to the pay per view?" Been debating for weeks now. Drive up to the pay-per-view. Do Rolling Loud. Do it all. Why not do it all is what I say. Uh, you don't need to, to camp out at Revolution for a couple days. You can you can do your show and and Revolution. Bill Hemmett says, with Sammy and the Bloodline being so hot, where does this leave the Cody return? Do they hold him till after Mania now? As unless no he fights Roman at Mania. Well, I mean, you can always split the titles. The title that was important to Cody was the WWE Championship. Not the Universal Championship. That uh, that he was supposed to, or that, that Roman Reigns has held for so long, the WWE Championship, the one with the lineage to his father, that his father was supposed to almost won one time, that Dan Lambert gifted him the title of. Um, that's that's the the important one. But I think if they uh, told Cody, hey, you know what, we're gonna hold off on your return until after Mania, Cody'd be like, what? Yeah, that ain't doing. There is that no chance. Happen. No chance. By the way, guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. We're heading down the home stretch. I'm, I'm staying alive for you guys. But listen, <laughs> there's a lot of things that can stay alive with NordVPN.com slash Fightful, like the old WWE Network interface. 
You can get access to that by changing your virtual location with just one click with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Listen, you won't be as geographically clueless as Jimmy looking for something to put up on the screen. Looking for that printout. Because you can change your virtual location with just one click with the fastest VPN in the world on all your devices. And let me tell you, I've been using it on all my devices this week when I've been laid up. Stop folding the paper into the microphone, Jimmy. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm a professional. I've been using it on my my Surface Pro, my tablet, my uh, my phone, my router this week, my TV even. But you can use it on all of your devices with one subscription thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And now... You get a 30-day money-back guarantee and four additional months for free. When we first started this deal, it was just one month free. But now you get four additional months free. You can block online trackers, malware, annoying pop-up ads. I wish it would block the sound of Jimmy grabbing at stuff on his desk because the read is almost over. Look at that. This just gobbles up those annoying pop-up ads. (laughs) Good for you. Good for you. And it just, it bastes and glistens your browsing experience. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check it out, my friends. So this was done by my daughter for Canadian Thanksgiving. which is that. Which is, well, you know, my spare time I like to, Sean, but uh, she did this one. And it's apropos because you guys just had the U.S. Thanksgiving. So there you go. It works. Okay. So good old Booker T on his podcast was spewing off again. And uh, I posted on Twitter about this, and all the AW haters came out, Sean. So I I thought, let's address this. So Booker T on his podcast, he said, AEW might close down in a couple of years because they are, quote, going out there and playing games, is what Booker said. I responded on Twitter, and I said, there is no way that that's going to happen. They're going to get an increase on their next television rights deal, and they're going to change the landscape of wrestling because when that happens, and I've talked about this before, I think they're going to go after coveted free agents, and they're going to offer them employee-type deals like they did Mox and Jericho and the Bucks and and Omega because the one thing the WWE has never wanted to do. So the AEW haters, they came out, and they were saying, oh, no, 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 they suck, and their numbers are shit, and they're not selling tickets, whatever. So I just wanted to put this into perspective. Right now, Warner Brothers is paying AEW $43.75 million a year. $43.75 million a year. They signed a four-year deal for $175 million going from January 2020 to January of 2024. In comparison, NBC Universal right now is paying WWE $265 million a year for Raw. Six times what AEW is getting paid yes. by Warner Brothers. Now, do I think that AEW is going to get $265 million on their next deal? No. no. But could they double what they're getting now? Yes, I think they could. So they what are, are they getting now? Uh, 43.75 million a year is what they're getting right now. What do you they think they are, should aim for? What What is your opinion on what they should aim for? I don't think 100 million is out of the question. No, it's it's possible because WWE is going to get a raise too on their next. Because WWE is going to get a raise, and not yes. only that, the look at the Wednesday numbers compared to the Monday numbers, and. I, I don't think they're that much different. Obviously, it's not going to be to scale. When WWE does such consistent, large numbers, even even compared to what they used to do, compared to other things, they're going to get this extraordinary number because that's the USA content. USA ain't getting Grizzly back anytime soon. <laughs> that's for damn sure. So now they need them even more. Yeah, I mean, WWE's also got the... They have the benefit of when people think wrestling, like casuals, when they think wrestling, they think sure. WWE. And I always think back to Jericho at the Ranger game, and on the screen they said WWE wrestler, because that's what you think of. So they they are going to get more. But I think that the likelihood of AEW, maybe they get double, which would be close to 90, maybe they get 100. Very doable that that's going to happen. They're typically top three on cable every Wednesday in the key demo. Typically every Wednesday they're top three. And so for anybody, the AEW haters of the world, for them to think, oh, no, 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 they're they're not selling tickets, they're going in the shitter, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. It's not. And and I don't know why people want a company to fail because you have to think about the the staff. You got to think about how good this is for the wrestlers. Competition is good. Lights of fire under WWE. Like you want to have that competition. But uh, no, they are not going to close up shop in two years. Next year, they're going to negotiate their new deal. I bet you by the end of the summer, they have it signed and it's going to be for more money. So that's just that's just reality. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, also, Booker T returning to the ring. 
he's going to be in good shape as well. I mean, I'm actually excited to see that. Mr. CJ Lilly says, SRS, anything on the Brian Kendrick as a producer for Ronda? Uh, and Alexa Bray will be a, a slow burn like it was to start within the PC before Roman came back. I hope so. I just hope that – well, I don't hope. I know it will. I know this will be left more in the creative hands of the people that understand the gimmick best as opposed to people who wanted to do Papa Shango bullshit with this. Papa Shango bullshit worked 30 years ago. It doesn't work now. So keep it rooted in realism. As far as the Brian Kendrick thing, yeah, that surprised me to see when we reported that on FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business. But it was as a favor to Ronda Rousey because when we reported that Ronda Rousey was first training on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business. Back in 2018, it was with Brian Kendrick. Like, the whole lot of them did. Like, Jessamine, Marina Shafir, uh, Ronda Rousey. Uh, I think even Baszler did some training there. So I guess that's not a big surprise, but surprised they did it. Is it true that that was essentially like a tryout and that he wasn't offered a deal afterwards? I don't know if he was offered a deal or not. I just know that it was uh, Ronda kind of offered it. CJ Lilly also says, any news on how Dewdrop is? Do you think she comes back as Piper or even Viper on SmackDown to boost their division as they need more options for Ronda? Well, this was on your topic list, Jimmy, the SmackDown roster. I think yep. she should come back as Piper Niven. Um, there, there was one time when I was like, okay, well, Triple H isn't going to retcon too much stuff. No, he does not give a damn. He doesn't give a damn about what Vince called you three months ago. He's like, let's just go ahead, rip the Band-Aid off, and get this done. She's been out. I think she's been dealing. I think she's been dealing with an injury. I don't don't quote me on that, but I think she got busted up at one point. Uh, I think she should be on SmackDown. I think they do need to boost their division. They do at least have the story going with Liv where they they – are putting a little bit into her, but what do you think, Jimmy? So for a long time, AEW got a lot of heat for the treatment of their women's division. And when you look at AEW now in terms of momentum, not in terms of talent, because they always had the talent, in terms of momentum, Jamie Hayter's got momentum, Tony Storm's got momentum, Britt Baker, Soraya, Jade Cargill, all of them have momentum now in AEW. SmackDown, uh, with all due respect to Ronda Rousey, I don't think she's been handled well, but I don't think she's performed that well either. I do like her and Shayna Baszler as a tag team. That match on Saturday was so bad. Yeah, and 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 you know who knows how much of that may have been on Kendrick. Although I know you know everybody's talking about the uh, the DDT spot on the apron that Ronda didn't want to take. But uh, I don't think she's performed that great. Raw is fine. Ron's got it. Raw has a ton of talent, and and they've got people like Bianca and Bailey and uh, Becky Lynch. Like Raw's fine. SmackDown, they're pretty thin. And well, so, my, so I was going to so ask you. Let me Sorry, go I was going to ask you credible challengers. Like, what do you think? Let me go through challenges? their roster real quick. Aaliyah, injured. Bailey, technically a Raw wrestler, but she appears on both. B Fab hasn't wrestled since she came back, except for a live event. Charlotte, out of action. Dakota and EO are Raw champions. Lacey barely appeared on the show. Naomi and Sasha suspended. Scarlett hasn't wrestled since her return. Same with Sarah Logan. Zelina barely wrestles. So you've got Shayna playing second fiddle to Ronda. That's okay. That's that's a role that I'm okay with. You've got Emma, who's doing the Mad Cat Moss thing, which I'm glad she's back, but treating her like a middle schooler is very, very weird. They're like, hee, 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 you like this guy. He thinks you're cute. You think he's cute. <laughs> hey, fucking middle schoolers, get out of this. Come on, treat them like adults. She is she is a successful travel influencer for the love of God. Like treat her treat her like like the success story she has been. Liv, she just got out of her title reign. Raquel is good. I like Raquel. Natalia's hurt again. That sucks. Um, Shotzi, that match just went awry. Sonya has been beaten like a drum, and I don't know if Zia Lee's ready. We'll see, but I don't know if Zia Lee's ready. So you, you've got. A ton of women on the show. If I were to show you this roster, Jimmy, you'd be like, man, that's an extensive roster. Then if you went and read their names, you'd be like, oh, well, this is why this person isn't wrestling and that person and this person and that person. And I I think they need to get some people back. I don't know why Charlotte's still sitting out. I, I don't know why, what's going on there. But they, they, need some more, they need some more depth there from a protected standpoint. It looks like they're they're setting up Raquel next because they did yeah. the injury angle on SmackDown. So it looks like I could see them going with Raquel for uh, the Rumble. 
Sure. And she's got the size advantage over Ronda. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're really lacking. And, and, and part of the problem, too, forget about the quality of the match with Ronda and Shotzi. Nobody thought Shotzi had a shot. Nobody. Right. She wasn't built up as a, as a, as a believable challenger at all. And that's you know? okay because there are tons of matches like that that weren't the case. Like, like there there are a lot of lot of title matches that we knew who was gonna like. Ar Fox ain't winning the TNT title tonight. Hardcore Holly was not gonna win the title at Royal Rumble 04, right? Like we we know know that, but still, it was just the match wasn't good as well. So that kind of blows. Get in you your super. Go ahead. Sorry. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We are heading down the home stretch. Uh, what were you saying? You mentioned Charlotte. She's been out now almost seven months. It was <laughs> WrestleMania backlash in May. Um, I'm thinking Royal Rumble uh, mystery entrant. Maybe have you heard anything at all? At at this point, why not? Right? Like at this point, why bring her back before that? And then, of course, the one everybody always talks about. So you know, Becky Lynch comes back in t- in in time for Survivor Series. Uh, her promo on Raw. She's in a league of her own. There's nobody close to Becky Lynch She's in great. that in that atmosphere. She is the best in the business in that atmosphere. But at the Royal Rumble in Boston, there was a We Want Sasha chant. And so everybody's going to bring up Sasha. Uh, what do you think uh, is the latest going on with Sasha Banks? I think she's just doing her own thing. I don't feel like when WrestleCade reached out to her that they would have said, oh, well, we can't take bookings till January 1st for wrestling unless there was a reason for that. Now, anything can be worked out, especially with a major regime change in the interim. That's why when anybody says, oh, well, this person, they won't hire this person because of the concussion lawsuit or something like that, Triple H don't care. He does not care. He does not give a damn what you were a part of as long as as long as long he likes you, whatever. Um, so it's really hard to say, especially considering the change in regime. That is a camp that is able to keep stuff close to the vest. They are able to keep stuff quiet very well because since then, I haven't really heard anything. And I constantly say that when everybody's like, oh, this is happening, that is happening. I just keep saying I haven't heard much. Heard that Naomi did have a chat with somebody in recent months, but so little detail on that that I'm able to to really get and nail down. Uh, but I, I might have something on that soon. Did you see Triple H eating the junk food on Lad Bible? I didn't. If you go to YouTube and look up Lad Bible, Hunter did a thing. I think it's when he was there for um, Clash of the Castle. Yeah. Where they had him eating American junk food versus uh, English junk food. Yeah. And I found it fascinating because Hunter's always had the reputation of eating so clean. Yes. That I found it fascinating that there he is eating nerds and eating uh, Whoppers and eating – do you know what a scotch egg is, Sean? Well, I mean there are a ton of wrestlers that – I mean I saw some WrestleCade this weekend. They'll like – They'll, they'll grab like a handful of Skittles as a pre-workout type of thing. Like, And The Rock just did that video where he said that when he was 15 and 16, his pre-workout was a Snickers bar that he would steal from a gas station. And he just went and bought 300 Snickers bars from that store this past week. Like, Somebody so should I, tell The Rock. Somebody tell, should tell The Rock, it's nice that you bought those bars. You still owe them, owe them yeah. for the ones you stole. Batista used to do that too. They said that he would he would like get like a Snickers bar and he would go burn it off and use it like his pre-workout type of thing. Right, right. Do you know what a scotch egg is? I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. So I don't know how this – it must be full of preservatives because it's like you get it in the candy section wrapped in plastic. It is meat, a ball of meat with an egg in the middle of it. <laughs> and you literally just take it out of the wrapper, and it's meat. How much preservative is there to keep that thing going? You know what I mean? That's what they call it, Scotch Egg. Uh, we got some super chats and humper chats. A reminder, guys, uh, tonight uh, John Alba will be filling in for me on the post-AEW show. There's no way I'm going to be upright for that entire show. But I am going to try to make a quick cameo and give my short thoughts on it. You can send humper chats right now, and I will try my best to answer them. But you can still get them in on this show. Justice says, dumb question. Do streaming services like Hulu count towards ratings or is it just through views on the TBS network? Um, streaming does. There are some elements of Hulu um, that that count towards that, but it's only like live stuff from what I understand. I'll I think they a, go up to seven days, I think. Yeah. But, I mean, when we do the overnights, those aren't reflected, obviously. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, Caden says, Dak, speedball, humped, best finish of the year. Big thanks for Caden coming by, helping us out at WrestleCade this past weekend. Graham says, hire Sasha, bring Punk back, 
negotiate TV. Uh, I would love nothing more than CM Punk to uh, be back working effectively with AEW. I mean, I'm sure he'd yell at us at the scrum, but you know, we come to expect that. But he, I would love to see it. It would be really, really good, entertaining TV. Uh, already did that one. We've got Darren Walker saying so far only one match at the ROH pay-per-view in 11 days. Jericho versus Claudio. Any news on who the Briscoes wrestle there or any other rumors of matches? Well, you know you're going to get um, you're going to get FTR there. That's going to happen. You, you know it's going to happen. Mercedes. Mercedes is going to be there. Um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Mercedes and Athena. I think that would be a really, really good one considering Athena's method. Um, and Garcia, right? Garcia's got Garcia Dolph. will be there as well. Uh, you're going to see some, I think Dalton Castle will probably be booked there. Like it's going to be reflective of, uh, of that ROH AEW roster. But I mean, the fact they've only got one match announced and it's a match we've seen several times. I feel like I've talked about this so many times. Tony's in, it's just got too much on his plate. You know, they got to get somebody in charge of ring of honor. They got to get it its own deal. I'm sure he knows that they got to get it its own deal. I don't think he knows that he needs to delegate the work, but I think he knows that they got to get it its own deal. Caden says, is there a list goes on on Fightful Select today? There is not. But um, because of the adjustments in schedule, I've made up made it up for you guys. We did release the Backstage Report podcast today on Fightful Select. I got my Survivor Series and WrestleCade thoughts. Um, there's an Ask Grapsity this week and next week. We dropped an exclusive interview with Channing Decker today. I'm dropping uh, two Fightful Select exclusive Making a Finisher episodes. Uh, that is a very popular series that we have done for years and years and years. And uh, I've dropped, I'm dropping two exclusives this week to kind of make up for some of the, the schedule issues and things like that. But you're still getting all your exclusives and breaking news. Uh, I was literally minutes away from breaking the Andrade surgery news when he posted it himself, which yeah, I'm kind of glad he could break himself. But uh, we're going to have more on Tasha Steele's contract. Uh, tomorrow because she just re-signed with, with Impact Wrestling. So we're going to have some details on when that deal was up and, and how long her current deal is. We're going to have uh, details on somebody who is around Dynamite tonight that hasn't been around in a while, as well as a very popular storyline that was largely written by the talent involved. All that on FightfulSelect.com. Guys, we have anniversary billing in effect, and we understand some people still don't understand what that is. Uh, prior to that, uh, prior to a few months ago, you would get billed on the first, even if you subscribed like today or yesterday. That is no longer the case. If you subscribe right now, you will get billed on the 30th every month. I, I emailed them every month for years to make this happen, and they finally did. So feel free. Don't hesitate to subscribe now. It would mean an awful lot to us. You're still going to get tons and tons of content. And uh, for those of you who have had your subs for a long time, Patreon is very weird about renewing your stuff sometimes to so make sure your credit card info is updated. We got a couple more super chats. CJ Lilly says, as I'm from the UK, a scotch egg is better than what you think. A boiled or poached egg with pork. <coughs> Sorry, couldn't mute in time for that one. And crumbs around it. The hot ones taste very nice. The way that he made it sound like with crumbs around it and stuff, that sounds better. Because I love like a good a good pork chop with like panko crumbs and stuff like that on it. Like I love that. Or even like chill or chicken with like lightly crusted as opposed to heavily crusted. Didn't look quite like that, but uh, look at the lad Bible thing. And th I remember Hunter's quote was, I'm glad I bit before I got to the egg. Cause he didn't get any of the egg inside at all. Wow. Yeah. And justice Gillum says, I'm speaking in the long term here. Could you guys see a world where punk is finally or fully done wrestling where he's helping her booking ROH and he views it as his baby. Well, that's what Cole Cabana does now. Yeah, so no. I doubt it. I no. really, really doubt it. I think uh, Punk is kind of a prize fighter type mentality. It's for the you know, not that he doesn't love wrestling, but he he did it in large part for the money. So I I don't see him wanting to do that. I just don't. Justice Gillum is talking to the chat. But he says, "Do you guys ever feel bad about repeatedly asking questions? If I do more than two, I feel bad. You can send in fifty if you want." That's what we exist to do. That's what the super chats are, are here for. If you guys invest in us, we will absolutely answer your question. As for me, I have learned that my job often involves me asking very important people 
very stupid questions. I have a lot of people that say, you know the answer to this question. And I'm like, well, I'm not allowed to assume in this line of work. Because if I do and you don't tell me, well, you're going to be mad that I assumed this and ran it. So, eh, you'll have that. You'll have that. I want to ask you about one thing that's been a bit polarizing. Sure. Uh, that is the best of seven series with the elite and death triangle. So as a wrestling fan, and I'm saying this as a wrestling fan, I am on the end of the spectrum that's not really that interested in it. I respect everybody involved in the match. I particularly really like Kenny Omega and Ray Phoenix. You know, I think that they're elite level talents, no pun intended. But as I've said before, I'm just not, as a wrestling fan, I'm not a big fan of the Buck style, the very choreographed sequences, the telegraph spots, not the best selling. Uh, according to Brandon Thurston from WrestleNomics, last week, viewership on Dynamite for that quarter, for the quarter that that match happened, it was flat compared to the previous quarter. So it didn't go up, but it didn't go down either. It was flat. My question for you is, how do you think that series is going to do ratings-wise for Dynamite, and do you think it's overkill? I think it's, a, a, I think it's good that they're doing it because it's a gauge of how this type of thing would do in the future. I think that it's very important because... In the modern landscape, we haven't really seen this tried. I think they may have did it in the mid-2000s as well. And then, of course, Benoit and, and Booker, right? Yeah. But in the modern landscape, we don't really know. With a, with a super plugged-in audience, and the, their audience is largely an internet audience, yeah. we're going to see if it is a very much a, well, let's see if, we'll just watch the last match type of thing. I think it's important to at least uh, test that out. I, I think that's important. Okay, it, it seems like they're going to go seven. Sure, and so yeah. and so I wonder if, like you said, maybe people are just going to wait for the last match kind of thing. That's possible. Yeah, and um, I, I think that if they can get creative with it, this is the time to do it. Because, I mean, I thought that was a bit surprising. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't ex- expecting this to happen. Right, right, right. Okay. okay. But we'll see. All right. We got time for more stuff? Uh, I think that is the uh, end of our super – well, nope. Uh, Graham says, will the elite come out with a dog throwing muffins? I joked that Kenny Omega was going to kick a, a toy dog over a bridge like Jack Black and Anchorman. Like, right, 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 right. They God. should actually get T-shirts with that muffin company on it. Man, they should. Why not? What else you got, Jimmy? Early Rumble picks. Ooh. So to me, it feels like Cody Rhodes is kind of a slam dunk for the men's Rumble. Uh, the women's Rumble is really up in the air to me. And so I want your your early pick, especially for the women's rumble. I think maybe it'll be Alexa Bliss if they do the thing with Bray Wyatt because that makes her fresh, or or maybe somebody like a Mandy Rose who's really crushing in NXT. Maybe somebody like her. Who are your early rumble picks, men's and women's? I want to address this. This person says Young Bucks cannot sell for their lives. I don't know what Young Bucks matches you're watching. Matt Jackson sold his back for four years. For four years he sold his back. Come on. So I'll reiterate as a wrestling fan, even strictly Russo, as a wrestling fan, even Russo called them good sellers for the love of God. To me as a wrestling fan, this is just me as a wrestling fan. When I see somebody take a tombstone pile driver and then in 40 seconds, they're on their feet, they're on super kicks. As a wrestling fan, I lose interest in the match. That's just me as a wrestling fan. And, and there was a spot with, I think it was Dante Martin and Penta where Dante Martin did a tilt-to-whirl DDT, and Penta popped up like it was an arm drag. I can't get into it. That's just me. And 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 the one thing is, is I respect if other people like it. So, you know, we, we've seen people on Twitter where if they don't like a style, they shit on the people that do. I'm not. If you like it, that's cool. I, as a wrestling fan, don't. That's just my opinion. Here's the way I've always rationalized it. A left high kick from me or you is not a finisher. A left high kick from Mirko Krokop is a finisher. Uh, it'll knock you out. A left high kick from anybody else, maybe. We'll see. But it's a lot of how who the person who delivers it. That's why I always thought, like, hey, you want to reestablish a straight-up DDT as a finish? Do a segment with Jake Roberts teaching somebody exactly what it was that he did to make it that way. <laughs> and him going, and then, like, even have him say, and here's why it doesn't finish when anybody else does it. And then you can just, like, cut it off after that. Like, he's giving them the secret. Why, why was it a finish for him and it's not a finish for anybody else? A lot of it is how you deliver the move and how you protect the move. Nobody can, I, 
I think that Rob Van Dam's five-star frog splash got kicked out of one time, maybe one time that I can remember. But nobody talks about that being like an uber-protected finish. So Yeah, no. I mean, maybe if they did do a segment like you're talking about with the DDT thing, maybe then I would accept it. But in almost every match that you ever see, yeah, DDT is not a finish. But in almost every match you ever see, when a guy takes a tilt-a-whirl, he at least sells it. He doesn't pop right sure. back up again. And Penta did. And so when I saw that spot, I wasn't interested. And when I saw Matt Jackson take, take a tombstone, I actually timed it. And he was on his feet in 40 seconds throwing super kicks. I lost interest. That's me as a wrestling fan. I mean, I used to watch Rear Naked Jokes absolutely finish any UFC fight ever. People adapt. They learn. They find out how to fight it off. Jonathan Corona says, what's up, Sean? How you been feeling, buddy? You're virus. You're virus, Jonathan Corona. That's I'm cute. sick of it. Thank you. Maybe he's a beer heir. Yeah, I appreciate you, you Jonathan. Uh, Rumble, I've got Cody, and I think either Becky or Rhea. Our friend Mike here says that. Rhea's either, a good one. I think Rhea's Becky, a good one. Becky to go against uh, Ronda would be good, but also I think that Ronda could just straight up call out Becky, or Becky could win top contendership in an elimination chamber, but Rhea, I think that'd be a good opportunity to have her win the Rumble. I would have her dominate it. I'd give her the diesel spot, Jimmy. Rhea's a good one. I never thought of Rhea. She's a good one. Her and Dom, they're magic, those two. They got good chemistry. Yeah, I want to see who's got the most women's eliminations in a Royal Rumble. Can anybody tell me real quick? Mr. CJ Lilly says Rhea for women's. I want Alexa, but more likely Rhea and Cody for the men's, where Roman works both nights, one with Rock, one with Cody. See, I don't think that'll happen just due to the risk of injury. That, that could happen. It'd be different, though. That'd be yeah, different. It, be. it absolutely would be. Uh, Jimmy, you got anything else as we wrap up? Uh, the only the other thing I was going to ask you about, I guess, is Braun Strowman. Um, I was shocked that he put over Ricochet in the match. It wasn't. And, and you weren't shocked that he put over Ricochet in the match? Oh, because of the report that we had on FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business. Um, listen, it... They were gonna. They were gonna let him know. Hey, buddy, you, you got to work with these guys too. You're gonna have to do business. So you think this was done to kind of send the message to him? You got to, you know, you got to do it for the locker room kind of thing, sort of. Yes. And as I'm looking, guys, Charlotte had five eliminations last year. Ripley had seven the year before that. Shayna had six that same year. I'm looking at like who had the most eliminations of of any woman. Uh, but Shayna had eight and Bianca had eight the year before that. I would love to see a spot where um, where she eliminates like 10, 11, 12 people. I think that would be really, really great. I meant in one match, guys, just so you guys know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rhea's a good pick. I, I, I never really thought about her. Becky and Ronda make sense too. So I guess we'll see. Yeah. Guys. Uh, yeah, as, as far as Braun Strowman, yeah. I mean, I had mentioned uh, on Fightful Select, I was told that if he wasn't humbled, he was going to be shown, like, you're, you're not better than them type of thing. Okay, cool. Because not only did he put him over, but then he raised his hand post-match too. Yeah. Whereas I was almost expecting him to lay him out after that. So, okay, interesting. Prickbat says, any thoughts on Ronda's Raid Shadow Legends sponsorship? I don't know anything about Raid Shadow Legends. Wish it was us. Yeah, I saw it. She's, it. Uh, she appeared in a commercial or something. I saw that. Good for her. I mean, I wish yeah. I could give you more on this brick bag. She sent us a nice nice uh, uh, donation there. But listen, you know what sponsorships I like? Miracle, NordVPN, Manscaped, Blue Chew, all those people. Hopefully hopefully, Magic Spoon again soon. But uh, all, all those good people. Athletic Greens is a good one. But uh, I don't know much about it. I actually, We actually have a lot of readers that play Raid Shadow Legends. I know it's big on on like uh, the Wrestle Talk audience as well, but really, yeah. Cadence. The, the only thing I'm playing, Sean, is Mario Kart Eight with my daughter. That is it's it. Good. That's a fun game too. Yep. I like that one. I bought Sunset Riders and played it. You ever played that game? Never. Oh, it's a blast! It's a blast. Driving game as well? No, no. It's it's like you remember the old like '90s beat 'em up games? Sure. Yeah, side okay. by side, right? Uh, side scrollers, yes. Side, yeah. It's that, but it's a Western shoot 'em up. Okay, okay, so, okay. Good good stuff. Uh, Caden says, final four should be the horsewomen. If they're available, if they're available, sure. 
I mean, they should be a main event of WrestleMania in their own, to be honest with you. But guys, thank you all so much. I'm going to make sure that we don't have any other Humper Chats. But if you want to get some answered before the AEW show, I'm going to try to pop up on there tonight. Thank you guys so much. You all uh, did so great with donating Super Chats today on a short notice show when YouTube has really been screwing with us. YouTube was down today. The whole platform was down today. Was it? For a bunch of- yeah, YouTube down was trending today, Jimmy. Wow, I've been wow. trying to tell you. They fumbled it. They fumbled the bag. They People, leave comments, straight. please, to help the algorithm. Yes, please leave comments on this actual video, not just the, the live chat, but tell us what you like, what you didn't like. It helps us so much, and we are really fighting an uphill battle with this algorithm right now because since we switched to the live uh, shorts videos tab, it's really screwed us over. Uh, and they claim they're going to work on it, but unfortunately, I have seen them say that far too many times. They have literally taken our channel away from us for months at a time based on their errors as well. So leave us a thumbs up. It would mean an awful lot. Check out our Dax Harwood interview. I got Billy Starks coming up on Friday. I'm I'm just so happy. Uh, Kentucky young legend here. Check that out. No, we ain't moving to Daily Motion. We're already simulcasting on Twitch, guys. Until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.